If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up? It's 23KB and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bounce. All right, y'all. So we got the coolest with us off the porch today. 23 KB. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good right now. Now, we know you in Atlanta. So what you been doing while you here? Really, I've been recording, doing a couple interviews and shit. So that's what, it really, what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, you haven't pro- dropped a project in a minute, so is that what you're working on? Yep, I'm, I'm finna drop um, an EP with my brother, J.D. Young. Yeah, I know that my brother, he just passed away. I got some shit we finna do. Yeah, we been working on it, though, before he died. So that's why I'm really finna push the issue to get that bitch out. Now, him. this EP, well, this project that you're about to drop, in this moment, what does it mean to you now since, you know, Jay the Youngin has passed? That's why I'm really pushing because it means a lot to me right now. Like, he wanted to do this shit. Like, he the one told me we need to do this, so, you know, I got to get it done for sure now. Because that shit mean a lot to me now. Since he gone, it's going to be like one of our last memories that we got together. Like, some shit we can do for sure. And I really want to touch on y'all's dynamic, just even outside of the music. But before we get into all of that, I do want to get into your background. So I know that you're from Shreveport, and I do want to know what was it like for you growing up there? Shreveport, it been, for me, because I ain't always lived, lived, when I was growing up, I ain't always lived in the good parts. So, you know, when you living in the hood and the trenches, that's all you know, so it's really like, it's really fucked up down there. But it's some good parts too. Like, it's trenches for real. But shit, if you know how to survive, you're gonna be scraped. For sure. Now, how hard would you say it is to make it out of Shreveport? It's hard as fuck to make it out of Shreveport because so many niggas be hating. Really, in Louisiana, that's how they do. Like, they see you do some good shit out of Louisiana, they hating. We don't click, well, like, you know how Atlanta rappers be fucking with each other? Like, we do. Yeah. In Louisiana, it ain't like that. When you doing your shit, you got you know people finna hate. They ain't finna show no love, but you got niggas that show love to the real niggas. Like, this how I really live. This fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up down there, for sure. Would you say it's like stuff that stems from before, you know, people had, well, before people became artists, or is it like once they start music, all the beef just happens? It probably. Man, beef be starting over a little petty shit, man. Like, oh shit, you could be, your uncle could have been beefing with this nigga, uncle. Now you grow up, now you gotta be with this nigga because your family don't like, it's just like that, like on some shit like that. 
Oh, wow. So sometimes it's like you don't like it's not a choice sometimes because sure. it's like your family was in it before yeah. you was even. This nigga beef with my cousin, so I ain't never got into it with this nigga, but you beef with my cousin, so it's fuck you. That's how it is. You beef with my brother, my brother beef gonna be, that's my beef. Shit, that's how it be, so. Now, what age would you say you officially jumped off the porch? Shit, at first I ain't even gonna count. Like, when we were little, we wanted to go to the league. Like, we you want to play go. football or basketball? Basketball, but shit, after, like, start thinking, like, after middle school, like, when you know you ain't even, or well, me, I knew I wasn't finna go to the league no more. I was too bad. Like, I couldn't even get on a high school team. I had too many referrals my freshman year and everything. <laughs> what was you doing? <laughs> I was just fucked up, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, so when I was doing research on you, I did see a little, a back in the day fighting video that you had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you was out there tussling. Yeah, I don't even know which one. You talking about a nigga that had so many fights. Oh my God, what would you say your fights mostly stem from like back in the day? Like when I was growing up, I, I really think I was smaller than people my age, like around, so they thought I, it was gonna be sweet, so. That's how I really had a lot of fight on some shit, for so. sure. Now, be honest, have you ever took an L? Man, you know everybody gonna take an L. <laughs> I done got snook and everything. For real? For so. Dang, man. So, what would you say the music officially came about for you? Shit. I've been loving music. My daddy made music. So, I really grew up watching him in the studio and shit, going to the studio, falling asleep in that bed with him. So, I. I started rapping when I was about, I want to say like, I was probably like 17. So about 17, I started trying to rap and shit. Really, yeah, Brown with my brother Blue, mm -hmm. that's what made me want to really start rapping for real, for real. So. And um, before you were rapping, like, were you working or anything like that? I couldn't keep a job. I used to quit. <laughs> I knew it went for me though. That's why I used to quit. What was like your first job? My first job? Damn, what was my first job? I think, uh, I think Kroger's. I think Kroger's. You know what Kroger's is? Mm-hmm, the grocery store? Yeah. That, that was, was your first, first job. You quit after bought, how many days? I probably got one check. Like, I probably <laughs> worked <laughs> No, for real, no bullshit. I probably worked for about a week and a half. A week and a half. Yeah. So in between your jobs, were you focusing on rap as well, or did you not focus on rap until all of that was done with? Yeah, it was after all that. I, I just knew that shit wasn't for me, no job. I ain't know what the fuck I was going to do. So I just, you know, I was thinking. Now, when you first started pursuing your music career, what would you say your grind looked like? What you mean, like? As far as like, what all steps did you take to really get to where you are now with your music? Shit, I really when I first started rapping, I I, I knew how to rap, but shit, I had to really learn like what the people like to hear. Like, I was really just like how to word my life, like how to word it. Feel what I'm saying? Like all the shit I went through, I knew what I wanted to talk about. So as far as like. The grind, like, I had to just learn how to word my shit, like, feel me, like, on some shit like that. I knew what I wanted to talk about. My, my life enough to talk about in one shit, so. 
that's what I really had to learn how to do. And how to really make music like in the studio, like punching in and all that shit, like mm -hmm. a lot of shit. What so. life experiences would you say you went through that really helped you push to become an artist? As far as? As far as like different trials that you had to go through or different challenges? Shit. You mean situations in my life? Like, what you want me to name some situations? Yeah, you said you said it before that your life was like already enough to talk about. Right, like I just went through a lot of shit when I was a kid, like seeing death a lot around, like people dying around you when you, especially where you from, when I'm from, street Louisiana, there's a lot of death and shit, losing people, people going to jail. You gotta watch what you're doing because you already people already don't like you. Like when you doing some shit, like when you coming up, you gonna have little fights, but shit. When you fighting, when we was young, that shit turned into slang and iron. Like, as you grow up, ain't nobody finna fight no more. We finna, you know, on some shit like that. So simple shit like that. Normal shit from where I'm from. How would you describe how it feels to wake up and have to like watch your surroundings all the time? That shit tiring, but shit, it's the kind of life we live. So, ain't nobody, like, you wake up, you don't know, damn, like, am I gonna see this person? I'm gonna have to sling on a day with the wool. Like, damn, like, that shit really tiring though, for real, but shit, fuck it. That's how we living, so. Now, getting back into your music career, what would you say is like the song that really caught your buzz? Uh, me and my brother did a song, that bit called Jeremy Shockey. That bit got me my first million views. That's the one that really, I feel like, yeah, I'm finna do this shit, so. Now, I did watch, like, when you and Jay the Youngie, like, come together, y'all are hard. <laughs> like, I, I have to say, I was asleep for a little bit, but yeah. once I got into it, I was like, nah, these niggas is crazy. Like, sure. how would you really describe y'all's dynamic outside of the music? When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Like outside of the music, like our relationship outside of the music, mm -hmm. that was my brother, man. I get sad talking about this shit, though. Okay. Yeah, that's my brother. We can talk about it, though. That was my if, big brother. If you want, like, we don't got to. Yeah, that's, nah, you good. That's my big brother, though. He really taught me a lot of shit, like, you know, as, like, I was, I'm younger than him. So I was like, damn, do I really need to do this? And he'll come tell me, yeah, man, do this, woo the woo This gonna work, woo the woo collab, woo the woo shit like that. Like, he was really giving me the rundown on the game because he been in, he been in the industry for so long. Mm -hmm. when I started rapping. So he already knew what I need to do and where I need to be, who I need to fuck with. So he really just taught me a lot of shit, man. I miss him too, no lie. But you know, like in the media, you know, we would see Jay the Youngin in there for like a lot of negative stuff and not really his music all the way. Yeah. And Cause. outside of that, like, you know, you were the one that got to, you were his right hand man, like y'all was together all the time. Sure. So. 
for people who didn't really get to see like, you know, the positive things or like the positive sides of him, like how would you describe those? Man, that nigga had a good ass heart. People, people bite the hand that he feeding them, they'll bite the hand, he'll go back and do the same shit all over again because this is really coming out like out of love for sure. Like that nigga was, that nigga used to do turkey drives in his city, toy drive, people stealing from the toy drive. Like he ain't- They were stealing for, from the toy drive? For the kids. Like, wow. He told me a lot of that shit. I wasn't there that day, but he's just like, damn, like, that shit fucked up. Like, but he still a dude, like the people he, who are still here, still do shit for him. Like, it's all out of love with him. Like, he ain't, that's, that's the, probably a bad thing about him too. Like, he, he forgive, he forgive too much. So that nigga, he had a good heart for real, for sure. And to see him make it in the industry, um, how did you feel in those moments, just like watching his success? Shit, you happy when your brother, see, you doing some good ass shit positive shit, getting money. We ain't come from there, we were broke as hell. So when he started getting his boy, we was happy as a bitch. When he first told me he was finna rap, I was like, bro, I'm laughing like, you think you, think you gonna make it for real? Like, cause we doubt, like we, but he, he the type, hey, yeah, I'm finna do this, woo, the woo. Like he, when he started doing something, like that nigga work all night and do 30 songs in one session. And, like that nigga worked out night like, cause he knew he could do this shit though, for sure. That nigga was to work, work, for real. That's all he wanted to do. All the negative shit they said about him, of course people gonna go through shit. It's like, but you know when you a celebrity, all your problems, they wanna air it out all over me, everyone and shit, for sure. Yeah. As a regular person, you ain't gotta worry about that shit. So all the negative shit they paint about him, of course, everybody gonna go through something, but everybody got a good and a bad side, for sure. So they ain't wanna paint the picture like, he really a good ass person, like, well, was a good ass person, rest in peace, my brother. But they just wanted to post the negative shit about him. They ain't post none of the shit he did for the kids, his city. They didn't really post that shit, yeah. so. Dang, like you really strong sitting up here being able to like tell different sides of him that we didn't get to see. Sure. But I do want to ask you, like, you know, since it still is kind of fresh, um, how has your grieving process been with that? I get in my feelings at night and shit. I still get in my feelings at night. Cause shit, that's my brother. I love my brother, but I be abusing drugs and shit right now. I know I need to stop with shit. It's the only thing that helped me cope right now. So, like, I don't like talking to people about my problem because I feel like if you get mad at me one day, you'll be like, that's why you was woo to woo and try to use it against me. So I'd rather not tell people or let people know I'm emotionally hurt right now. So I keep it all in. So, so a lot of your grieving you just been doing by yourself. Yeah, I like to be, I like to keep it to myself. But nobody won't use nothing against me. Yeah. Or as far as cops try to call me weak, but it's just, it's just how people is, so I try to, I'd rather not, so. Um, but back into your music, um, so back into your music, like with all of this happening around you, how have you even been able to focus on putting out music? It's hard, but I know there's something my brother want me to do, so I try to keep pushing. 
Because mm-hmm. I know he want me to keep his name alive, so that's what I'm going to do. So, it's hard, though. Um, it be songs that I'm making, talking about him, I start crying while I'm recording them bitches. Because that shit hurt, though. I don't know if you lost somebody close to you like that, but it, it's some shit you don't want to go through. So. Let's get into your motivations when it came to the music. Like, who would you say were people that you listened to prior to you becoming an artist? Prior to becoming an artist? Mm-hmm. Of course, my brother, J.D. Nengen. I, I used to, well, I still listen to uh, Ace, Boosie, Lil Fat. I listen to Fredo. You want me to name artists I listen to right now, too? Oh, who do you listen to right now? I listen to, uh, um, well, my artists, they probably not big, like, they gonna get big, though. It's a couple artists, like, Top Boy Mari, Doop Official, some old artists. Uh, it's an um, artist in my city. He go by John Wick, he hard, too. Mm-hmm. So, S.O.D. Big Nine. It's a lot of artists I listen to. I like listening to people I'm around. Them my people, so of course I'm gonna shout them out. They hard though. I should go check them out. So I will say one thing about Louisiana, like when y'all, when I say y'all produce rappers, like y'all yeah, really sure. produce some cold ass rappers. Like sure. it's just crazy though because it's like y'all have so much talent, but there's so much going on over there. So. It's just a lot of beef. Uh, Have you ever thought about moving out the city? I did. You did? Yeah. Oh, wow. So how's that new transition been for you? It's cool. I fuck with it. New vibes and shit. You said you be what? Huh? I said new vibes and shit. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely important. Do you feel like it's helping you focus on the music as well? For sure. Because shit, I don't know nobody. Like, I just rather work. So it helped me keep focus. Now, are you an independent artist right now? <sighs> yup, I'm independent. I ain't signing nobody. So how is that grind being the independent route? Shit, you gotta do everything by yourself. Like so, like pay for your own videos, studio time. Shit, really independent for real. Like you gotta do everything by yourself. Mm. Dang, I don't know. I'm really curious. Like, I'm gonna start digging because I just want to know more about you, like, as an artist and how you even came on the radar. Because as I'm looking at your views, I'm looking at your views, I'm looking at just like your whole social media, and it's like you really got a whole big ass fan base. Yeah. Would you say a lot of people would think that that came from probably like Jada Youngie? Shit, I don't, I don't give a fuck what they think. It probably, it, most of it did, shit. Mm-hmm. It's my brother. Like, I was with him every day. Yeah, most of it did. I ain't gonna lie about it, like, but I, shit, yeah, that's how it came about, my brother, so. Now, what would you say you feel personally, personally really separates you from all of the artists that we have now? Shit, I got a purpose. Some of these niggas don't be having a purpose, they just be doing shit, I got a purpose, so. What do you feel like your purpose is? I got a couple purposes, like, I gotta do this shit for my daughter now. I gotta do this shit for my brother. Like I got, I got shit to handle. So this shit ain't for fun. For real, I gotta provide with this shit. 
And I did see that you have a daughter. So how is fatherhood like? I'm really curious to know how you are as a dad. I'm a good daddy. I like <laughs> to think. For real. That's my baby though. I'm there. Like she know me. Like I'm really in my baby life. Like I hate missing time out of life. Like right now I'd rather be with my baby. For real. Ooh, do you get anxiety like being a girl dad? <laughs> I don't like to think about all that. We got a lot of years. I'm just going to let her be a baby. I right know. Now. I'm so. a girl mom, though. And so, like, I have a daughter, and I know, like, with girls, that's, I be getting anxiety. Like, yeah, I'm like, it's like Ugh. you want to just protect them every second of the day of their whole life. But see, sometimes you got to let them live. But not right now, though. So. What would you say when your daughter gets older are some morals and principles that you're going to instill in her? I want her to. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just think about everything she do before she do it, like, and just be... A young lady, like, don't be out here doing all that other shit. Like, I want you to be classy and stuff like that. But she got a good mama, too. Her mama teaching her. Because she got a classy mama. Like, she ain't got no ratchet ass mama and shit. Yeah, she gonna be good, though. So. Now, with you going through, you know, a lot of things at a very young age, what would you say was, like, the biggest lessons that you had to learn the hard way? So my mom and daddy got a divorce when I was young, like sixth grade. But when they broke up, my daddy, like, he kind of left, like, he wasn't present. So I feel like it, whatever me and my own being going through, I never can give up on my child. That shit hurt me when I was little, like, damn, like, why you give up on me? Like, I ain't did shit. Or did I, like, it make you question, like, damn, did I make y'all get a divorce or woo woo Like, you just questioning, like, damn, is this my fault? So I just don't, don't never want her to feel like that. Like, that ain't no shit I want her to go through, so. Did you ever feel like some of the things that you did have to go through um, was a part of you not having your dad around? For sure, I'll let. All the shit we used to do when you were a kid, like getting in trouble and shit. Like, we used to, me and my little people, like, I don't fuck with them no more, but we used to go breaking the cars and shit, like, when we was little. Like, if I probably, I probably feel like, if I would have had a daddy to tell me not to do this, not to be doing no dumb ass shit like that, probably would have probably would have been better. Do you feel like music kind of saved the path that you were going in a way? Yeah. So, it helped me. It helped me. So, like, it helped me be able to do a lot of shit for my people and shit, like, put people on and shit. Like, it helped me a lot, though. It helped people around me, too. So. Now, I want to talk about your first music video that you dropped in 2019 called Sirens. <laughs> We gotta talk about that. I, just, I had just lost my dad and shit. I was in my feelings and shit, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, like, during that time, like, what did that song mean to you? And then the visual as well. I was just trying to get started. Like, I was just trying to, I ain't want to drop no song without no meaning and shit. Like, I want this to have meaning behind them, man. 
Mm-hmm. That's how I was feeling. Like then the police was fucking with a nigga at the time. You in the hood. Man, what was happening me. with the police? Like just around the world, like as a as a black man, like they just fucking over us. So that's, that's shit. I put some shit in there like that, like by sirens and shit. I named that bitch. Ah, so was the song basically inspired by just like what black men have to go through? Basically, yeah, like, like what you go through in the hood. You can't. I said I can't sleep at night because I'll be saying waking me like you just hearing the police pass by your house. You in the hood. That's some shit you just gotta go through when you come up how we come up from my city or any hood. Dang. So, have you ever had like any like real bad run-ins with the police there? Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, how would you, well, if you would want to talk about the experience, like what happened? Like, I got a couple, couple situations that I can name. Like, them bitches running in your house, trying to, they breaking windows out your house, pulling you by your hair, slamming you on the ground, just fucking over us. That shit happened in Atlanta, too. I had a bad run in with them. In Atlanta? Uh, really? Coeta County, I don't know. Some shit like that. It's in the country or something like that, I guess. Oh yeah, you gotta be careful in them in them country towns because sure. they be yeah, they be watching, trying to get into some stuff. One of my brothers was wanted for murder or something like that. I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to speak too much about it because that shit false allegations. But they ran in the house, pulling us, pulling me by my dress and shit, slamming me on the ground and everything, slamming us in water. They were ran outside. They just fucked over. They don't give a fuck about us, man. For real. I do want to ask you, like, as a black black man and having to go through different experiences like that with the police, like, how does that make you feel? Shit, you just gotta be cautious. Like, the shit, shit, like, it's scary. Like, cause you really can't do nothing to these people. These people supposed to work for us, but they fucking over us though. Like, they don't care about what they do to us, what they say to us, shoot us, kill us, we ain't doing that. Hands up, you still gonna get shot. Like, damn, you really gotta wake up and, damn, I'm scared to get pulled over by the police today. Like, your heart really gonna start racing when, when you see them bitches just pass by them bitches. Them bitches put fear in you when you just see a police car. You driving, they go to the police car, get right. Like, we gotta get right. Like, them bitches fucked up. Like, that shit fucked up. So. So I guess I, I do want to ask you, like, in the now, even looking back over things that you've been through and, like, where you are now, how would you say you've been moving differently? You just got to be discreet. Like, when you got a name for yourself, you got to move discreet. So, like, can't let nobody know what you're going to do. You can't let nobody know, like, what's your next move. Like, you got to be discreet, for real. That's key, cause I know on so, while we have social media right now, like it's a lot of everything is more out in the open. Like so, the beefs be more out in the open. You literally see everything. Yeah, yeah you do. Social media really fucked our generation up. Honestly, do you feel yeah. like do you feel like uh, social media got in the way of how rappers move nowadays? For sure. Yeah. Put put they ever move on social media. Niggas didn't die because of that. 
don't, I don't indulge in all that posting my location with the rule. I don't do all that. Let nigga know my next move. When I make a move, when I want you to hear about it, that's when you're gonna hear about it. So. And how do you feel when, you know, now it's the new norm to address the beefs online instead of like actually doing like a phone call or something like that? How do you feel about that? I feel like sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Like when a nigga disrespecting you or your people on Instagram or whatever social media, like you gotta say something back. You gotta stand on business. Like I can't even put nobody at fault for doing it, but it ain't the right way to go about it because the police watching all that, but can't let nobody disrespect you at the same time. For sure. So you gotta stand on stand on whatever you stand on. So Wow. I think I I'll be real curious with like today's rappers because I'm still I'm a little old, but then I can still get down, like, you know, yeah. with y'all too. And I would have to say, like, when it comes to the beefs online, I do agree with you said, like, if somebody yeah. is disrespecting you online, you kind of have to, like, yeah. you know, yeah. what's up with you? Like, yeah. you know what like I mean? You, what, like, what's up? Like, you tripping. Like, you got to stand on Benny. Can't take no disrespect. Sure. And um, as a rapper, ha well, how do you feel it is the proper way to move when it comes to, like, even being in the streets, like the music, networking, different things like that. Like, me, I move smart, like. But I, at the same time, I can get ratchet too, but I move smart, like I try to be as professional as I can be, cause when you got a professional, like when your name hold weight, like in this, in this um, industry, like that's a good ass start, like mm -hmm. when when people hear you never be late to no interviews or woo through, like you on time with everything, they don't want to fuck with you more. They don't want to put more behind you. See, see this, you see what I'm saying though, like when you when people know you not gonna fuck up with what they got going, they'll fuck with you. So you just gotta move professional, move smart. So. Right. Now let's get into your single that you dropped on 23. And that was kind of like a tribute single. So, so talk to us about that and the different emotions that you had to go through even putting this song out. Shit, it was hard recording. It took me about five hours to record that one song. Like, I was just fucked up, like saddening, been trying to think about everything me and my brother did, like what I we went to, I was trying to just put it all in one song. Like this shit hurt making this song. Like I never think I had to put my brother name put my brother name in the song like rest in peace like saying like I'ma miss you woo -woo. like that shit I never thought I'd have to do that for real that shit hurt though so and when you said it took you five hours recording the song if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's. Is it like you was grieving in between that? Yeah, like I was like, nah, hold on, nah, like, let me show you back right quick. I realized, I real life shed tears recording that song, for real. I shed tears recording that bit. Like, and I, everything I was saying, I don't write nothing. So it come out my head, like, it was real feelings, like, mm -hmm. it shit was coming from my heart. I ain't write that down in no notes and no pen or pad. Like, that shit was coming from my heart. 
So like, and like when I'm thinking about this shit, like tears come my eye, my voice fucking up from you know crying shit. Like I was fucked up, for real. And how did you feel when you know you finally got to put this song out and share it with us? I sent it to him. He texted me with a big ass paragraph, man. That bitch hard. What the what? I sent it to him like I put. He said he, he can. You can hear the pain in your voice on that bitch. I just, I just dropped that bit. Man, LG dropped one. I dropped mine after LG freed my brother too. Like, that bitch FaceTime me crying when he was making hair. Like, we was just fucked up, man. That was our dog, for real. That shit crazy. I don't even want to talk about that shit. And you also released Troll K. So talk to us about this single that you just put out. Shit. That bitch just a mess to the fuck nigga who keeps saying bitch ass shit on the internet, like trying to troll and shit. Saying shit about my brother after he died and shit. But I, I ain't even mad, I ain't even mad that they dissing cause he was dissing their ass too. But shit, I'ma stand on, I'ma stand on business by my brother, so. You say something about my brother, I'm saying something back to you. Like, that's just how this gonna go, for sure. So, that's what that bitch about. I gotta say something back to that ass. So, stand on Ben, and I can't take no disrespect. You wanna disrespect my brother, he can't do nothing. He, he gone, so I'm gonna do something for him. Feel me? I'm gonna stand on Ben about that. And when you was making Troll K, was it coming from like an anger standpoint? So, I was mad. So, hell yeah. I feel like I gotta make them bitches feel me. So that's what I gotta do. So. And speaking of feel you, we gotta go into your project that you're working on with featuring uh, Jay the Youngin. So talk to us about that and what the creative process has been. It's like we've been had, we've been had a lot of music together that I ain't dropped yet, but he got some shit that, um, that we, I posted Ben put verses on. So I gotta go in the studio and do a lot of that. Get them bitches mixed and mastered, get the cover there. But I don't know the name. I'm a, I don't know what I'm gonna name it, bit though. I want it to be from the heart, so I really gotta sit and think about it. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be real raw, though. Like, you know, I gotta do everything by myself, though. I'm gonna push it and shit. Like, it's gonna go up, though, for sure. You know, I think the amount of time that you're spending on it and just the way that you want it to come out, I think it's gonna do really good. Yeah, it got to. I really hope it do, though. I think so. it will. I feel like it will. I can feel it in my spirit. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna do good. You gonna Appreciate be straight. <laughs> so, now with this one, um, how long would you say it took all together to just like have songs you could choose from with the project? Shit, it's a, it, it's. I'm still, I'm still listening to songs that I want to put on there. Like, mm -hmm. I know I'm. It's, I really be in my feelings a lot right now when I'm recording. So it's gonna be a lot of. Melodic and sad shit on that, but I'm gonna put some up tempo shit on that too. We talking all shit on. We got a lot of songs like that too. So, so right now you don't got a release date, huh? Nah, not yet. <laughs> I thought you was gonna give us some tea. <laughs> nah, I ain't got one yet. It's are, gonna be soon though. Are you thinking about including any other features on there? Nah, I just really wanted to be me and him right now. Mm-hmm. So I ain't gonna put no features on them. And now we have your two singles, and you about to bless us with a project. So what's next for you? 
Shit, I'm trying to get that deal. People been reaching out, but it ain't what I want. I feel like I value myself too much to go scoop low. Like, if you reaching out to me, you see something in me. So, I ain't gonna just take the first offer I get. Cause I'm doing it by myself, I've been doing it, so shit. Till you make me wanna say, oh yeah, I need that deal. I'm gonna stay independent, for sure. What would you say the numbers gotta look like for you to sign? Cause I be hearing some crazy numbers. <laughs> shit, a life changing number. I ain't gonna put no number on that. Uh -huh. like, a life changing number though, like help me get my people, like help me help my people more and shit. We do like buy my mama a house and we do like shit like that. Like I can't take no low ass shit like, so. Some life changing, a life changing number. But it ain't gotta be no big ass number though, like. Mm -hmm. Just to start me, start me out to do some good shit for my people, for sure. And what would you say is like one goal that you really want to knock out? It could be music related or even outside of the music. I just want to make, I'm ready, I like, I want to make my first hit, like, like hit, hit, like, make everybody around the world hit it, but like, or United States, but the world too though, but, mm -hmm. you feel what I'm saying? Like a hit, hit. I got hood hits and shit, but, I'm with the hit. Do you feel like you got a lot of work to do, like as an artist? I feel like as an artist, you should always have a lot of work. Do you want to mm -hmm. prove yourself? To, like prove yourself? Like I can do this shit. Like I'm just as good as this nigga. Like that y'all loving. Like like you always should push yourself to do better. So. And would you say you would? you would like to see like, you know, the rappers in your city kind of tone it down and come together with the music? I just want my brothers to do they shit. I don't care about no other niggas. Yeah. For real. Like, they hating, they, they hating my city in a way. Like, much as I wish I felt I want that to come together, it ain't gonna happen, so shit, fuck it. So. I'm just worrying about me and my people. You gotta be like that sometimes. And before we wrap up, is there any advice that you would like to give to the youngins who may be listening to your music? Yeah, um, listen to my music? Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta live how I'm living, man. You ain't gotta do what you hear in rap song. It's other ways, like, you can go be a doctor, whatever y'all wanna do. Man, rap ain't, what it seemed to be. Like, you really gotta go through some shit for this shit, like. So just be yourself, so. All right, and any shout outs that you wanna give? Uh, I already said my artists and shit. I said, I just wanna say free LG though, free my brother. Rest in peace, my brother too. I love all our fans too, all my 23 who rocking with me. Love ya. I fuck the fame bitch my brother. My life up on the line like fuck the world. We had each other. That's true. Roll down my eyes. Think in my mind they got a soul. Don't charge. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.